All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 302 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep, deep, underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening, streaming, ever how you go about it. I appreciate it. Hope all is well in your corner of the world. It's snowy here, cold, overcast, gray, demoralizing, sad. <laughs> I don't know. It's winter. That's the way it is up here. It's actually kind of sunny. I don't know why, I, but it has been overcast. Yesterday was overcast and gray. You know, the collar of nickels. Like the, the sky is the color of a nickel. That kind of thing. Something like that. Somewhere along those lines. Anyway, it's um, there's snow everywhere. There's a snowpack building. I don't know if this is the this is going to be the actual base of the snowpack that will be there deep into April. Deep into April. I don't know. This one, this one might disappear, and then another one up here. I don't know, but uh, living up here in this, up here in the upper right-hand corner, the upper pierogi belt, there's a somewhere in the early winter there'll be a snowpack that create that that's, that on covers the ground, not so much the streets and on the concrete and stuff, but on the ground itself, and it just stays there and it becomes hard as a rock. When you walk on it, you don't sink. You could, if it's not level, your feet can just fly out from underneath you and you slide all the way down in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> that, that's the situation here. It's just like a solid, just a, a encasement of snow that'll be there all winter. And that's where it is right now. It's snow everywhere. It, it sucks. It's not good. That's why we, that's why we have a hankering to move to South Carolina where there's still winter. You, every once in a while, you get a little bit of snow, and you're like, oh, isn't that sweet? Look at that. That's pretty. Let's get out some, uh, maybe some uh, cocoa <laughs> and enjoy this beautiful sight, and then two hours later, it's gone. You know, That's perfect. That's what we need. I don't like this months demoralizing, crushing your spirit. You know, and uh, you know it's no good. It's no good. So anyway, it's uh, that's where we are today. <laughs> I'll tell you where we were a couple of days ago. wasn't very good either. It was Sunday night. All right, you guys, you guys, picture this. It was Sunday evening. Steve called me, my friend Steve, and uh, he told me he has COVID. I'm not sure I'm allowed to say that. I don't know if that's a violation of his HIPAA. HIPAA, I don't know if that's a HIPAA violation, <laughs> but anyway, it's COVID, and uh, we're talking, we're just, you know, shooting the shit on the phone, and I, my part of the the dinner was I had to make mashed potatoes, and when, Mister, when I make mashed potatoes, it's 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 an ordeal. I, I make an entire bag of taters, or spuds, whatever you prefer. You know, I make a. You ever heard of like an old man, like an old person phrase, earth apples? 
You ever heard anybody call it, call, uh, call potatoes earth apples? Anyway, what, the way I, I cut up an entire bag, like a, I don't know what it is, a five-pound bag, I guess, and uh, I peel them, and I, I cut them up into, into chunks, put them in a big pot, and boil them, and then I put an entire stick of butter in there, like a full stick of real butter, not that bullshit, you know, margarine or whatever, any of that crap, like real butter, and a splash of milk, and then I mash them. Ah, oh, they're delicious. I know some people put sour cream in there. I never have done that, but maybe I'd be open to it. I like all that stuff. So anyway, so I was in the process of cutting those things up, talking to Steve, and uh, we were talking about this advent calendar that he gave me. <sighs> Listen to this shit. All right. So he works, Steve works part-time while well, he works in this beer store down there where he lives, central Pennsylvania. And um, he doesn't get paid. He doesn't, you know, I mean, he's retired, basically. Basically, he helps this guy out, and he goes over there and covers some shifts. And the guy pays him in beer. It's not It's not like a real job, but and it's not a consistent thing. But he, you know, he works there sometimes. So they have these things that they put together at this beer store where it's it's like an advent calendar where it, it's like a, a you know a countdown to Christmas you know so it has 24 beers in it each one of them's individually wrapped so you don't know which one what's in each one of them until the day and it's got a sticker on top of each one of them starting from 24 all the way down to one you know and you're supposed to drink one a day there are Christmas beers and winter beers you know all that stuff. And uh, so he gave me one of these things. Thing weighs like I mean, was carrying that thing in from my car into the house. It was like I was carrying one of those window air conditioners. <laughs> thing was heavy as shit. I was like huffing and puffing like a fat boy in lead shoes, as Devo would say. And um, so anyway, we were talking about that, just talking about his, you know, his COVID, and uh, he's all right. He he just has like aches and you know. So anyway, uh, so we're shooting the shit. I was cutting up taters, cutting, you know, cutting up those earth apples. And um, he goes, yeah, our power's been out all day or for hours. I said, oh, that sucks. But they have like a full house generator, you know. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, they just roll with it. I was like, yeah, well, that sucks. That's too bad. And I was thinking to myself, glad that's not me, you know. But um, anyway, uh, so I was cutting up the, the potatoes and talking to him, and, uh, and we we ended the call. I got off the call and um, I opened, I cracked open a beer. What was it? I think it was a, a Broken Hills IPA. <laughs> you know, for you completists, you know, you guys that are keeping score. I, um, I cracked open one of those things. Continued my potato cutting. And uh, the power went out. <laughs> Our power went out too, right? And I was like, "What the? What the hell's going on?" I mean, this is winter time when it gets dark at like four o'clock or something, you know. And I'm like, "What the?" So now we have an electric, you know, stove. You know, we can't. What am I going to do with these taters? You know, I got a whole. I mean, I got a huge amount of potatoes <laughs> in this giant pot with water on them. And we can't even cook them, you know. So Tony gets a text from the from the power company, from the electric company, and uh, it says that it's predicted to be out until ten thirty. 
I mean, this is like six o'clock, right? It was around six o'clock, dark, completely dark. And, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's about right. Like maybe a quarter to six, somewhere in that neighborhood. And, um, I, uh, I'm like, what the hell, what are we going to do? She had an oven. She had, I mean, she had a, like a turkey, uh, breast in the oven. You know, everything just shuts down. Everything's off. It's dark. It's completely pitch dark in here. And, um, dark as pitch, as my grandmother would say. And, um, I'm like, what are we going to do? So first thing is I go down there and I, uh, I grab a bunch of, uh, well, I, I grab all three uh, uh, flashlights from my office down here. You know, people make fun of me for my flashlight obsession. I'm fairly fixated on flashlights. I don't know. It's one of my things. I only have three. It's not like I have 25 of them. But I have three of them, and they're top line, man. I got So anyway, I come down here, and I, got, and I grabbed all three of them, start passing them out, you know, and so we all have flashlights. I said, who's making fun of me now? You know, who's who's mocking me now with this flashlight thing? You know, can't see. Somebody's going to go cascading down the stairs, go ass over tits down these steps if it weren't for me and my flashlight obsession. One time I was at Walmart, by the way, looking at flashlights. I think I told this story before. And I was looking at them, and they had, I don't know, felt like they had hundreds of flashlights to choose from. And there's this guy there, and he goes, he goes, the best, the best flashlight made is a uh, Bushnell. I said, what? Who? Where? He goes, Bushnell makes the best flashlights. Those are the best money can buy. I said, do you work for them? What? <laughs> I mean, are you like a like a representative of? He goes, no, no, no. He goes, I don't even work for Walmart. I just really like flashlights. So he wasn't even an employee. He was just like standing there looking at flashlights like me. Told me that Bushnell was the best. So I started looking at them. They were expensive. They were top, you know, at the top price point, you know. I said, huh, that's interesting. Okay, well, thanks for the input. And then I ended up buying one. I ended up buying one. It's right here. It's right here. It's a beauty. This thing is like solid, man. If you need, if somebody broke in here. Um, I could swing that thing at them, and they would take it away from me and beat my ass with it, you know. But anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic. Uh, I bought it from Amazon because it was I don't know cheaper or something. I don't remember. But anyway, um, I came down here and got flashlights, and we we're like, "What are we gonna do? We get, it's, it's six o'clock, and it, it's gonna take a long time to cook these potatoes, even if the power comes back on right now, you know. And it's gonna be like we're gonna be eating like." 7.30 or something? Ridiculous. I said, why don't we sort of... I said, it looks like... Like, we could look down at the neighbor's mama and papa half shirt. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, down below us, like, to the side of us, down at the bottom of the hill. They had power, and that whole, uh, that whole entire street had power. But our street, our little side street, just dark all the way down. So, and the the text that Tony got said there was 102 customers affected. I said, well, let's order something. Let's just order something. And um, somebody go pick it up. The boys can go pick it up. <laughs> That's what I said. And um, they were like, oh. Because it's snowing. They, it's snowing. It was, Sunday it was snowing. The roads were covered. And um, 
the older boy has like snow tires on his car. I said, why don't you utilize those snow tires and go pick us up some pizzas? Tony's go, why don't we just do something cheap? Just order from Domino's or something. So I ordered, ordered three medium pizzas and some of that stuffed cheesy bread, which I don't eat, but everybody else loves. So I ordered three medium pizzas and some stuffed cheesy bread, paid for it through the app, and the boy, the boys were going to go pick it up, right? And uh, so we go out there. I have to move my car. I'm behind them. Because every time you move a car here, it, it requires a bunch of shuffling around. Oh, my God. It's, it's maddening. You know? So there's four adults living here, four cars, and a driveway that, you know, you can put two cars side by side and then two cars behind it. So every time somebody needs out, you got to go out there and, like, juggle the things around. Oh, my God. Freaking. Um. Anyway, uh, so I had to go out there and do that. Snow everywhere. I had to, like, clean my car off. It's irritating. You know, you know, and uh, so anyway, so I, I started pulling. I went out there, and a big old like truck pulls up from the power company, and parks right behind our driveway, so so we can't get out. <laughs> this guy gets in the. He's by himself, and he he gets inside this cherry picker, and starts raising up and checking the the top of the uh, telephone pole right outside our house. And uh, we're standing there looking at him. They need to go pick up the pizzas, man. You know, Carol, according to the to the uh, the tracker, the the Domino's tracker, Carol had already put them in the oven. You know, and you know we can keep Carol waiting. I mean, she she runs a tight ship over there. So anyway, um, so this guy's up on this thing, and he's like, I don't know, the thing's like jerking and dropping and stuff. I don't think he knows how to use, utilize the thing. I don't know how he not, needs to, I don't think he understands how to operate it. Because the thing's like, the thing would be up there and it's like a lot of jerky motion. And the thing would drop. Like, so I don't know. We're standing there watching the guy, which he probably didn't care for. But he goes, do you guys need out or something? I said, yeah, unfortunately um, we need to, we need out. He goes, alright, don't worry about it. I said, sorry about that. I know you're, I know you're busy. He goes, I don't know what the hell's going on. I, I, he goes, I don't know. This is this is a direct quote. I don't use. I don't generally use this kind of profane language here on 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 this wholesome podcast. He was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I was like, well, that's pretty. Uh, you know, that's pretty comforting. <laughs> he goes, I'll get it figured out. But I don't know. None of it makes any sense. None of it adds up. Guy's getting all fired up. So he lowers the, himself down, climbs out of that bucket gets in the truck and moves it and the boys go pick up the pizza right so you know i said i said any idea he goes i don't know i, I seriously don't know I, he goes i gotta check all these poles all up and down this street it's gonna take a while I, you know don't don't expect it on in the next few few minutes i said okay god i don't know i mean i wasn't giving him shit about it i was just asking questions all right so then um, so they bring the pizzas back. We sit in there and, and eat pizza, and they they devoured that cheesy bread like it was like the like the Russians are in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Got a lot of old time phrases. They're eating that cheesy bread like the Russians were in Pittsburgh, and um, you know by by flashlight. You know we got the flashlights. So there's like a, a lot of weird shadows and weird. You know it's like some kind of art film in there. We're eating that stuff, and then um, and it's like, what the? 
I mean, it's like getting colder and colder. The house is getting cold, and uh, everything's just pitch dark. My oh, by the way, my phone. And I'm like, as soon as the power went off, because I was talking to Steve, and I don't, I don't, I didn't charge it all day. I, my phone said something like four percent charge. I'm like, oh man, we don't have any Wi-Fi, so the Wi-Fi's off. So it's not like you're going to be able to connect to the internet. And um, the only thing is my, uh, I have a phone, obviously, and a tablet that's a, that connects to the Verizon network. That was down to, that thing was down to like 3% too. So my two, my two connections to the outside world were on the verge of dying. My phone eventually died, right? Just, it completely shut down. And then, and then the tablet died too. And then um, we're just like, what the, what are we doing? Like, how long is this going to go? 1030, you know? We didn't know. We don't have no idea. So finally, I said, I'm going to go out. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I said, I'm going to go out and, and uh, sit in my car and charge my phone, try to get it up to like 20% at least, and, um, you know, listen to some music and drink a beer, <laughs> right? So that's what I did. I went out in my car. I put on the seat warmer. Oh, man. And, and I was listening to some... Um, some compilation of this old uh, late '70s punk stuff, and I was ch- my phone was charging, and I you know, and I was drinking a Founders Centennial IPA. So I was out there for a while, and um, I was afraid I was going to get up, end up like uh, Weird Al's parents, you know, like die of that uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. I had these concerns. Remember that show called Buck Wild? You remember that it was on MTV. It was like a, it's like a Jersey Shore type thing where all these like wild hillbillies in Sissonville, West Virginia, which is near where I grew up. It, it was called Buck Wild, and um, one of the main guys on that thing died that doing that. He was like parked in a truck, and he, the truck was like backed into like a snowbank or something. And, it, and and so the exhaust pipe was blocked. He was parked with the with the motor running. And he died. They just found like his cadaver sitting behind the the wheel. Anyway, that's what I was thinking. I'm gonna end up like that guy on Buck Wild, you know, where they're talking about we're gonna go to the big city, you know. Yeah. It's like oh, what the they're talking about Morgantown. They're gonna go, they're gonna go to Morgantown, the big city. They live right beside Charleston. Sissonville is like literally. Where Sissonville ends, Charleston begins. It's like Dunbar. It's one of the suburbs of Charleston. Charleston is a much bigger city than Morgantown, and they live right beside it. And um, and they're you know so they they got these producers saying all this stuff. Oh, we're tomorrow we're gonna go to the big city. I'm like what the? Is this like a cartoon or something? Anyway, Buck Wild. Anyway, I was afraid I was gonna end up like that guy from Buck Wild or Weird Al's parents. <laughs> So I didn't stay out there very long, um, but I, I got my phone up to twenty. It's, it's a fast charge, and um, I went back inside. And um, the boys had gone to bed. Tony said they they said the hell with it. We're going to bed early. It's like eight o'clock or something. Went to bed. I said, "What the shit?" I said, "This sucks, man." It's like I don't know. It felt like uh, society was breaking down. I had no connection. I had no. I, I had I had a phone now that I had to use sparingly. I mean, I could power through that 20% real fast. You know, I had no connection to the outside world. 
you know, society was breaking down. You know, we had no, you know, none of our machines were working. <laughs> you know, we had no machines. Do you know how terrible that is? Tony was like, she goes, I guess we, we might be able to watch something on one of your tablets. I said, no, no, we can't because the tablet that I have that's connected to the, uh, the Verizon is dead, deader than Kelsey's nuts. I can't, you know, she goes, all right. So the other one is just uses Wi-Fi, right? I said, yep, just like yours. She goes, oh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know we were going to watch something on, like, we thought we might be able to watch something on a tablet, like a, like a TV show or something. <laughs> nope. We are just sitting in there with the flashlights on, sipping uh, craft beer. You know, so anyway, um, so that sucked. And then the, she eventually went to bed. She said, oh, hell with this. I'm going to bed, too. She goes, what are you going to do? I said, I guess I'll just sit here and wait for the lights to come back on. You know, I said, I'm not going to bed at 830. You know, I was, what is this little house on the prairie? It felt like it. So I just like eased the recliner back, you know, just sat there, fell asleep. I was asleep. And uh and then around 9.30, there's, there's like a, like a, you know that thing when the lights come back on or the power comes back on? There's like a, like a squeaking sound. It's like a weird squeak. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Hang, hang on. I, I missed a whole part, the uh, important part. When I was out in the car, when I was out in my car charging that thing, the neighbor, not not mama or papa half shirt, the other neighbor, the one that hadn't, hasn't lived here very long, so I get out of my car. I forgot this. This is an important part of the story. When I, I got out of the car, and um, he's out there, like standing in the shadows. Everything's dark, and I he, and I hear this. Do you have power? And I'm like, what the? I look over there. There's like a guy standing there in silhouette, like something out of Friday the Thirteenth, you know. Uh, and I realize it's the neighbor next door. And I said, no. I mean, I gesture towards my house which is completely black, you know, <laughs> there's no light. I said, no, we don't have any power. He goes, yeah, we don't either. I said, yeah. He goes, the kids are bitching now because uh, it's getting cold in there. I said, yeah, uh, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can understand that, you know. And um, he goes, I tried to uh, listen to this shit. All right. He said, he said, he has some new van. It's like a, I don't know, it's a widow's brand new ones that are like weird shaped and stuff. They look like they're like caved in or something. You ever notice that? These body, the body types of these new cars and vans and stuff, they look like they've been involved in a wreck or something. and they're brand new and they're perfect. So he has this fancy van over there and he says it's a hybrid. He told me it was a hybrid and he said, he goes, you're supposed to be able to power your house in an emergency with this thing. I said, how the hell does that work? I said, what do you hook it up to? <laughs> he never really answered the question. And um, he goes, I tried to hook it up. doesn't work. Turns out it's bullshit. I said, I don't know. I said, how do you? I said, I don't know anything about that. I said, I can't power my house with my car. <laughs> I don't know. I never even heard of such a thing. He goes, yeah, it puts out the same amount of voltage as a, as a generator. I said, I don't know. But um, he said it didn't work. He said his kids were bitching, and he said that he uh, his uh, 
wife, he said, I can't sit still. I can't just sit in a chair. He goes, I keep going outside and coming back in. My wife's yelling at me for opening the door and letting the cold in. He goes, I got to do something. I said, I don't know. I said, I think we just have to wait. I said, he goes, he goes, are they working on this? I said, yeah, yeah. There's some guy out here. Said he didn't know what the hell's going on. And, um, yeah, but they they were up and down the hill, up and down, up and down our street and stuff. He goes, I don't know. I'm very disappointed, and I can't power my house with my car. <laughs> I'm like, what the, the hell's this? I have never heard of this before in my life. And he goes, and I, I said, what do you hook it up to? How does it work? He, he, no answer. I mean, no, no, no usable answer. So anyway, I was like, I went inside and I told Tony. I said, I don't know. The guy's next door is trying to like trying to turn his heat on with his car or something. She goes, what the? So anyway, so I was in. I was, I was re- eased back in the in the recliner, right? And uh, nine thirty, there's like that squeaking sound when the power comes back on. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's probably some appliance cranking up or something. And it woke me up. And uh, the power came back on nine thirty, hour early, but it was out for a long time, like three and a half hours at least, maybe a little bit closer to four. And um, it was cold in there. It was freaking cold in there. And um, all everything was shut down. Everything, you know, all the, all the, the the clocks are all messed up. And there's potatoes sitting in water on the on the stove. It's like 9:30 at night. Everybody's in bed. I'm like, I don't know. I, I went downstairs. I looked on the internet. Can you? How long can you keep uh, potatoes in water? Like peeled potatoes in water? It said basically days. You know. I said, all right. Well, so the next morning I just got up and and, and cooked them. I I made mashed potatoes like in the morning, and um and then Tony put them in a big old container or something i don't know somebody will eat them hopefully but anyway that was quite an you know that that, that, i don't know what the word is but um it it sucked was that was our sunday evening we were going to watch the final four three or four episodes of uh dead to me on netflix i think you watch that show christina applegate and that girl from uh freaks and geeks it's pretty good um, we're almost to the end. I think we have three episodes left. We couldn't do Jack. We're sitting in there in the dark with my flashlights, my Bushnell, you know, and my and my other two that are tack lights. Those things are fantastic. Everybody should have a tack light. They're cheap. They don't cost very much, and they're they they come in so handy. I use them all the time. There's like you always need a flashlight. I gave my dad. <laughs> a two pack. When we went down there to to see them in Florida in the spring, I bought him a um, a two pack. They come. They always come two to a pack, right? These tack lights, these little small flashlights, like American pickers use. You know, when they're crawling around some barn and there's like raccoon shit sticking to their cheek. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're shining their flashlight. That's what they use. Those little, those little hand. You know, those little small flashlights so those things are like powerful as shit and they're really good and they they're not super expensive and uh so i bought my dad two of them and i and i gave them to him i gave them to him when i was down there in florida he can't stop talking about it he said that's the best those things are the best flashlights i've ever had in my life (laughs) i said they are 
They're fantastic. He goes, I use them all the time. I know. <laughs> We're like going off on and on about these flashlights. He goes, I, he goes, I left one down in Florida and I, I brought the other one home to West Virginia. I got one in each house. It's perfect. Let's, those are the best flashlights. I said, they are the best flashlights. Anyway. So anyway, um, that's what we did. That's what we did. Sat around Sunday evening with flashlights, freezing cold, drinking some, uh, drinking some of the the craft beer from the downstairs fridge, and uh, sucked. And the guy next door is trying to hook his van up to his house to the I don't know to the power. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I really don't. But um, he was trying to fire it up. He was real disappointed. Said it was quote bullshit. So anyway, that was a beautiful, wonderful Sunday night. The Advent calendar with the beers. I don't really like. You know what I don't like? The winter beers. Whenever we just went to that Shangi's place, there's this drug. Uh, uh, God, drug emporium. There's this beer emporium down in Allentown called Shangi's. I've never. This place is like a palace built in tribute to beer. It says, there's like a big neon sign hanging over the, when you walk in, it says, welcome to beer heaven, you know. It's it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this in my life. So we were down there. We, we went to Costco over the weekend. And we, we, we whenever we go down to Allentown, we have to, you know, go over to Shangi's. So we went in there. And all the beer... Almost all of the beer on the floor, which is the main the main floor, is winter beer or Christmas beer, which is the same stuff that's in this advent calendar thing. And I don't really like that stuff. I mean, it's like it's like a uh, it's like spiced up, like Christmassy stuff, like nutmeg and shit like that. I don't like that. And a lot of it's dark beers, like winter warmers and shit like that, like stouts and porters. That's not real. I mean, I, I drink it. I'll drink all 24 of those beers that are in that thing. I don't have any problem drinking it. It's just that's not what I would choose, you know. So we were down there. I was kind of disappointed because they had, they, they just, like all, the, they have all this like craft beer from all these bizarre, obscure, uh, unknown breweries, you know. And all that stuff was gone. They had it all, They just a bunch of Christmas stuff, like, you know, winter stuff. So I was disappointed in that, but that's what's in that Advent thing. I mean, I didn't have any last night, but I, ever since he gave me one, gave it to me, I'm trying to get caught up on it because he gave it to me after the thing had already started. You know what I mean? So I don't know where I'm, I don't know where I stand, but uh, that thing's, you know, some of them are. There's there's been a couple of beers out of. I've had like uh, I think I'm up to like number nineteen. So how many? It starts at twenty four, so that's five, I guess. I drank five of them over, over like four nights or something. Yeah, maybe one of them I liked. <laughs> you know, the rest of them were like spicy, like cinnamon beer with cinnamon in it and shit, like nutmeg. Eh, not really my thing. I don't know why people get into that kind of stuff. But anyway, anyway, I think we're at the end of this thing. Uh, I feel like there's more, but there's always a there's always a next show. That's the beauty of it. There's always a next show, and that that show will be over on Patreon for patrons only. So if you want to hear it and you're not a patron, 
that's easily addressed. Just head on over to Patreon.com. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. And you'll gain access to an extra episode every week. Instead of a measly one episode a week, you'll get um, you'll get two, because one episode a week is for suckers, you know. So if you want to do that, do it today. Patreon.com/slash/JeffK and uh, SurfReportPod.com is the website for the podcast. So check that out too. There's some interesting stuff there. And I don't know what else. I updated finally that $5 scratch-off project. I actually won $25 this weekend from that bullshit, you know. And, uh, still way underwater. I mean, even with $25 winner, it's, I'm, I'm such in such a deep hole, you know. That's not going to do anything. But at least I won 25 bucks. I don't usually win anything. If I do win anything, it's $5. Like I pay ten, win five. That's not satisfactory. That doesn't make me happy at all. But the you know so anyway. But I, I did update that page. It had, it had fallen into disrepair. There were there was grass growing up in the in the sidewalks. You know and the windows needed cleaned. You know, but I got it all. I got it all whipped into shape. You can head on over and check that out if you want to at the wvsr.com scratch slash scratch off five. I link to it as well, so check that out too. Forty-seven weeks into that bullshit, and after that's over, no more. That experiment uh, has told me all I need to know. That and the ten-dollar scratch-off project before it—that's a hundred four weeks of nothing but heartache. I don't need more heartache in my life. Those scratch-offs are for suckers, just like the you know the Patreon, whatever. Whatever I said, I don't remember. Anyway, at the end of this thing, oh, before I go, I do want to. Uh, I do want to mention uh, my good friend Metten, who I used to. Uh, we used to run a website together called Mockable, and he used to write over at the Surf Report website. He's a friend of mine. He published his first novel called Smelling Melville. I'll link to that as well. It's available on Kindle. I downloaded it, started reading it last night, so um, I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called Smelling Melville. It's a humor novel, and um, so that's cool. Check that out. Um, I'll link to it, like I said, and uh, if you want to buy it, you you, you can certainly do so. My old buddy Metten from uh, the uh, Mockable Days, which was a funny website until it's until we ran out of gas. Still up on the internet. It's one of those uh, abandoned websites. They're strewn all over the internet. But anyway, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for, for uh, listening, and I appreciate it. The next one will be over on Patreon, like I said. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. What am I going to do with these taters? <laughs>